0: This is Brian Barnett, and you're listening to The Last Symptom. I'm so glad to have you back here with me again this week. And I hope you've been having a nice week. Got something of a special show for you today. As you might know, The Last Symptom Fundamentals live and online course designed for the United States West Coast is currently going on. Got 15 participants this this time around and a very nice class, and we've been having such a great time. You might remember that last week, I said uh, we were planning on staying after class one day, all who were interested in participating, and uh, we were going to record a show and share it with you. So I'm happy to say that we've done that. And so today you're going to get to hear some conversations we had after uh, last Friday's class so for some of us it was pretty late depending on where we were at in the in the world we've got folks from uh, all corners of the world this time around so i hope you enjoy that i also want to mention to you that this is the last episode in the second season of the last symptom podcast and what that means is that uh, the next time you hear me will be in our third season So that's something to get excited about. Before we join all the other class members here today, let me tell you about thelastsymptom.com. That's my website for free resources, and uh, I encourage you to run over there and and take advantage of those resources. There are some paid resources, too. For example, the class that I'm currently hosting is a paid service. It's those things that uh, support my work and allow me to do this, if you're interested in supporting my work with a donation, you can do that at thelastsymptom.com. So, that's about all I had to say for now. I know you're hoping to hear what everybody's got to say. So, without further ado, let's tap into that uh, recorded conversation that I had with the class last week. So, you were asked me about the vanity project of the Sassafras School of Very Fine Philosophy. I made those announcements on the, on the podcast uh, a year ago. I did like four or five episodes. I am still hanging on to that project. The objective of the project was for me to to just offer some insights about life, not about recovery from borderline personality disorder, emotional disorder, none of that, just just observations about life. But it took so much additional work, and I realized that, you know, I'm my hands are full just with last symptom. Yeah, so. I
1: was looking for it. Because, like, I pretty much do everything you say on your podcast, and I couldn't find it anywhere. So I was like, oh, maybe it didn't happen.
0: Well, it's one of those things, you know, like, you get an idea, and you try it, and, um, and then you make adjustments. But that's, the, that's kind of the downside of doing a show every week that thousands of people hear, is that you come up with ideas, you implement them,
2: God, that sounds it, like something wonderful to me that I could do.
0: Damn. It's, it's, it's forever preserved in the past episodes. So new people who come up on the show hear he it like...
2: Right over his head. Either right over his head or
0: ignored me. No, I heard you.
3: <laughs>
0: so anyway, that's the explanation for that. So I, welcome to the Last Symptom podcast. I'm here with the participants of the second Last Symptom Fundamentals course live and online. Uh, designed for the West Coast, and we've got. Let's see here: one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Although I'm convinced that at least two of these people are asleep, I can't see them right now. And the first question I've got for everybody, and we're just going to kick this off. It's going to be casual. Will you please share your experience here in the course so far? Are you having a good time? Are you learning stuff? What would you say? To people who might be on the fence about taking something like this in the future.
2: It's extremely eye-opening and profound. It's not. It's like what I said yesterday. It's, it's the last symptom podcast on steroids.
0: Yeah, I like that.
1: It's the best investment for your future that you could ever possibly make.
0: Are you just saying that because I'm paying you $50 a day to be nice to me?
1: Absolutely. But we weren't going to talk about that,
0: though. Money, money well spent.
4: <laughs> um, I wanted to say that the Facebook and the podcasts just changed my life and helped me so much. But being in this class, I don't know, inter- engaging with other people who have gone through what I've gone through. And just it, it really I'm absorbing it in a way. And I'm coming to these conclusions in a way that I wasn't before. It just changes my whole perception on everything
2: yeah when you have 15 other people around you who who get it um you know and it's not that way on the podcast it's just brian talking and brian's here like mediating moderating and instructing so you know we're all having our own problems and then you know you could just call everything out and be like you know just correct us or teach us and and everybody kind of gets a benefit from everybody else. It's not, it's uh, the group setting is so far superior.
1: I've never in my life met anyone else with BPD. And this is my first experience. In yeah, meeting I mean, other People with the same condition. And from the moment I saw that this course was an option on Brian's website, I, I broke down in tears. I'm not going to lie because I was so excited and I feel like this huge weight had been lifted off my shoulders because I knew I was going to have a mentor to take me by the hand and lead me in the direction I needed to go so that I could get to where I wanted to be in the least amount of time possible and now being in the class and meeting all of you and hearing your stories and being able to relate to you guys is so emotional but it feels so so good to know that like I'm not alone and I'm not the only one who feels this way and we can all go through this together like it is the most incredible feeling like yes it's hard but it's also amazing at the same time.
0: Uh, Rose you you were following me for a while you were listening to my podcast you were listening to the, you were uh, in the last symptom group and you're saying that this this has met your expectations.
4: Yeah. Um, when I heard about this fundamentals course, I was thinking to myself, okay, so how is this going to be different for me? I mean, I know workshops are, I've taken lots of workshops and different different types of things, but I was trying to figure out, okay, how is being in that class going to be different from being part of the Facebook group or on the podcast? And it is completely different Um, because I had grasped a lot of the concepts. I had all the, not all, but I had a lot of the understandings of the concepts. I could recite them. I could see other people reciting them and understanding on an intellectual level, but it didn't, I was having a difficult time getting it completely through my whole being and understanding and I was still having difficulty in my relationships. But being here, it it's really, it's like a light bulb went on. And it's like, oh, that's what you were talking about. And it has completely changed my perspective and made me aware of my processes and thinking and how strangely off my perceptions were about life. And I'd heard you say very many times that, You just keep at it till you get it, and I couldn't understand, and now I get it. I get it now.
0: You probably have a deeper understanding of why I say the same thing in so many different ways now.
4: Yeah, yeah, I think, and that's really helpful because sometimes uh, the way you say things is not understandable, but then when you say it in three different or four different other ways, yeah, then you can get kind of a perspective of what you're talking about.
5: Before I lose my train of thought, um, I wanted to say I I feel the same way, Uh, although I feel like taking the course live with other people has given me an even deeper understanding than I had when I was listening to the podcast, because even when you use a fantastic example and you always do, and it's very relatable and it, it puts a picture in my head, I didn't realize that being in a live course where somebody could... Offer an, a different perspective on it and continue to discuss it just allowed me an even further like understanding of some of the concepts. So I've really, really appreciated listening to other people uh, offering a different spin on the same thing, even though I already understood it with you.
0: And that's so fantastic because do you remember when we got started? I mean I spent a, a good long time trying to convince you that the real benefit of this class was this dynamic that you were in a class with other people who have insights at different times than you do, and maybe their explanation of what was holding that insight back, you know, holding them back from getting to see that thing, they can explain it in a way that I, I never could because they have that, that insight of what was preventing them from, from getting it.
5: Right, or even if I already got something, the way you put it, I, and so I feel like from the podcast I understand it. I walk away, I get it. It's it's a totally different level hearing uh, just just I guess various perspectives, numerous perspectives. Even if I already understood yours, the the other views of the same thing have pushed me into a completely different just set of insight.
0: So. Good. Now I want to go back to Amy here. Because, Amy, you said that you got so excited. You were, I think you were the first person to sign up for the course. Yeah. You said that when you saw the opportunity, you cried? You were so excited about it?
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Well, I had never come across anything like this before, and I never dreamed that I would find the right information and the correct path and find anybody who could understand me because it just felt, so alone for so long and nobody understood what I was going through so I knew immediately that I was going to get exactly what I needed from this structured type of work.
0: so that's a lot to live up to for me and the you know
1: Brian any extra time with you is worth its weight in gold
0: oh thank you thank you Abby
1: you have gone into such depth with each person who needs it and been so patient and insightful for everybody. Like it's so much more than just the slide presentation that you put together. I mean, I can't the amount of time and effort you have put into this. I cannot even fathom because every single one of us coming out of this is not going to walk away empty-handed. Even after the first week, it has been like become far beyond anything I could have. Expected. Expected, and we're
0: only halfway through. What I do is I go back into my memory about what 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 were uh, the natural barriers preventing me from understanding a thing? I did not have very good help, but those who were trying to help me, I go back to, into my memory and I say, if they had explained it this way, would I have gotten it? Well, I probably would have had a much better opportunity to get it, right? Because I still have to do the work to to sit and think about that for a bit. But I I just kind of wish they would have said it this way or explained it this way. And so that's the way I'm trying to present information. I'm kind of curious because Chloe up there was giggling a second ago, and I really think this needs to be in the show. Like, why were you giggling?
3: Do
4: I have to share?
0: You don't have to do anything.
4: (laughs) I did want to comment, though, about um, just this course in general. I think that this course replaces all the external validation you thought you needed, and it's such a genuine, authentic investment.
0: You should be a politician. Thank you. <laughs> like, do you believe in abortion? Well, you know, the climate is going to, to pot. We need to fix that climate. Yes. <laughs> all right. Well, that was very formal, and it, it probably uh, <laughs> listeners are going to think like, wow, he set them up to that. But I did not. I really appreciate that. Now we can get a little bit more relaxed here. I'd just kind of like you to get a sense of the personality types we've got here. And because and, it's it's really a wonderful that we got actually people uh, knitting while we're sitting here talking. Do you, do you knitters have anything to say?
6: Yeah, I already spoke.
0: What's your favorite color? Purple. OK, why? Because
6: it's the high ceiling color.
0: I've got people agreeing with you. Yeah, I, I saw Diana. Saying, yep, she's right about that.
6: Crown chakra. So, yeah, it's a very powerful, strong color. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: You've been so studious, Diana.
6: Yeah, I've been taking so many notes. I mean, the whole week has been amazing, but the last two days for me have been in particularly impactful. Um, And, yeah, for me, like, you know, I found your podcast about a year ago and for me I was so grateful cuz I felt like I finally found somebody who understood and could explain things in concepts that I'd never even considered and um yeah it's like it's lonely BPD can be lonely we all know that like and so to find a group of 15 people to help learn and understand these concepts on such like a real level it's it's so nice to just it's like now i feel like i'm seen heard and understood because i'm looking at everybody and you know everybody's listening and we're all hearing and we're all um understanding and yeah i think everybody's really amazing in this group and i'm so grateful to be a part of it it's exactly where i need to be right now so yeah thanks everybody and it's super fun
0: It goes by fast, doesn't
6: it? It does. And yeah, the after chats and stuff where we really get to know each other and be honest and silly and real. Yeah, it's all, it's pretty fantastic. And yeah, I hope that we'll all keep in touch. I know that we will after after this is done. And for me to have those relationships feeling, you know, so alone in my disorder is, is beyond. Yeah. So thanks, Brian and everybody in the group. Uh,
0: my name's uh, Freddie i'm not going by brian sorry. for this oh, it's
2: freddie
0: <laughs> <laughs> i'm come up with a, uh no i don't want to be freddie i want to I be uh, jason
6: kind of looks like jason <laughs> so yeah i could kind of see that yeah
0: <laughs> I, w- I was i was gonna go with like uh everett or something you know something that culturally it, it has the right flavor
6: i like everett that's a great name
0: everett isn't that good yeah hey brian i'd like to share my experience if i could
7: yes please you know uh adam was talking earlier about uh the card decks his father gave him but then never took the time to actually take interest in what he had interest in and it's a big part of this course is other people start sharing their experiences uh about their their past and what has formed their attitudes to the current day and it, it it evokes and awakens things within each individual self. So it started me thinking about what were some of the activities that my dad didn't take part in that I showed interest in. And it was very, very confusing, once again, to have someone to to display a false sense of love towards their child, but they never took interest in them. So it's not only like a verbal... Uh, abusive nature but it's also picking up on their body languages and how they communicate with you and other messages that are just so subtle so it it's one thing to listen to the podcast but when you tie everything in it's such a deeper level of experience so if you're genuinely sincere about your recovery efforts there's really nothing this is definitely the best thing i've experienced so far a lot of times I sit back and just observe, but it's I'm taking in so much information and processing so much that it's it's kind of hard to talk sometimes But because I'm processing so much of the past because it's really taking like a shovel out to the backyard and just trying to dig a hole to China at this point in time. You're really getting deep into what's the root cause and the nature of these things that you might not ever discover, uh, but... I want to thank everyone for participating and being so vulnerable and open and sharing, because it really helps, even though it's helping yourself just as
0: much as it's helping other people. Jesse, would you mind if I shared a little bit, just a little bit of the details about how you joined the course and your reaction to that? Oh no, go ahead. Okay. Well, Jesse and I had a conversation late, if you'll remember I set the limit uh, for the course at 12 people. This is not a a marketing thing. It's uh, me thinking at 12 people, if I give everybody a chance to talk, if I need to give personal attention to two people in the course, 12 people is stretching it. So I had a conversation with Jesse late. And um, as we were talking, I got to thinking, I I thought, you know, um, this is a person who could really benefit from this. The genuineness is there, and there's no question. Well, for many reasons, I felt like this would be the best thing for him. So I presented the idea to him. I said, Did you, have you considered this course, even though we were at our max? He said, yes, I have. And he told me the circumstances where he had tried to join the course and was unable. So I made an allowance for him. And when I made that allowance, uh, he broke down in tears. I, it was the last thing on earth I expected because talking to him, he was as cool as a cucumber. Like, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I really wanted to join, but I, I guess it'll just have to be another time. And he was just cool as a cucumber like that. So when I said, when I offered this allowance for him to be a part of this course and he, he broke down in tears, I thought about that for three days after. I did not know that he that he was that interested in, in being here. I I couldn't distinguish it from you know his voice or anything like that because he was very composed up to that point. But that reaction uh, was just so touching to me. The pain that that many people are are still dealing with, even when they are composed. And how just a, a small allowance like that can can open the floodgates for um, just gratitude. You know, you, you, tonight we talked a little bit about how grateful I feel for people in my life doing the things that in just the right way, at just the right time, that gave me a, ch- a fighting chance to become emotionally healthy. Jesse, I just wanted to say that, uh, you know, I haven't had this conversation with you. You know, We had that conversation Uh, The class was right around the corner and we parted ways. So you don't know that you don't know you didn't know until just tonight the effect that your reaction has had on me and how impressed I was by that. And I thought, thank God I offered this allowance to this person. Well,
7: I'm extremely grateful. I mean, last year I spent six months in a dbt program that's supposed to last a year but they condense it down to a six month period and i found some things useful but a lot of it i was still feeling the same ways i was feeling and they want you to change emotions and i'm like you can't change your emotion like some of the things just were not adding up to me and it wasn't making sense to me um I took away mindfulness and acceptance and change, the two dialectics. So that was the biggest thing I took away from it. But while I was taking that course is when I found your podcast and started listening to it. And it resonated so much with my, my inner self, with my heart, and started opening up to this side of going really deep and remembering or trying to remember the is that led me up to why I have my actions today and why it is I feel this way. And getting down to the root core of, you know, I'm walking around with a bunch of shame. And I'm like, it just made total sense to me. It was just a complete resonance with me, like in harmony. And so when you went through the first course, I was like, That sounds really interesting. I wonder what that would be like to have to be dedicated for two weeks to do this. And then after the first week of doing this, it just flew by. I mean, it feels like a couple hours have went by and I'm like, I could do this for months. (laughs) But that's the good thing about what we're doing here is everything that we learn. We write down, we take photos of the slides or whatever but we keep it within us and we grow from there we can keep applying this throughout life it doesn't stop at the end of the two weeks that's the there's so much information here where you can just keep unpacking it and unpacking it and unpacking it and applying it more to your life that in ways that is not yet to be seen And that's why it makes me so happy to just to be a part and i'm so grateful for it because this is really you could take those six months and everything and all last year combined it. This is definitely a huge jump start. So, I mean, if someone has the sincere desire and they're in, like, they're really sincere about getting better, there's no better way to start than, or if you've already been doing this for a while. It, it doesn't matter whether you're a beginner or you've been doing this for three or four years and you're still dealing with it. I mean... You could take so much from it. Like, I I don't even know what to say. I can't say thank you enough, but also for everybody that's participating and just being a part of this because it's made the biggest impact in the shortest amount of time for me. (laughs) He's not paying me to say this. This is how we
2: all feel. It's not just him.
7: Yeah. Yeah. All of us. It's just crazy because you can search and search and search, and I've had so much therapy, For the perfect therapist, you know, the the psychiatrist, and it's not going to be the same because having people that have the same experiences and what they've gone through is identical and you can pinpoint, okay, that's what happened to me in my life because I can relate it right like directly back to their story. That's what's so helpful in all this. It's, It's not just, you know, you're thinking about things or you read it in a book or you're therapist is trying to help you out in some way. No, this is the actual root causes of the problems in ways that you've overlooked for so long because you've got used to living life like that. So tearing that down, it, it is a big process, but at the same time, if you just keep going with it, it's just so much helpful when you're in like a group setting scenario and someone that's actually been through it and then can actually relate to it and put it into words and experiences. Like I was saying to you before too, on the phone, it's like the power of myth and like storytelling, like you're a really good storyteller and in relating a story in your own personal life and being vulnerable enough to, to share it. But in those stories, it invokes things within us like within our heart because we can, can like directly connect that in a way so it's not just head knowledge we're actually getting into a deeper level within ourselves
0: and unpacking it yeah that was a good conversation that you and i had you and i had
4: i want to give you something to add we are all saying this only a week into this course too so we have 50 percent more to go and we've already seen results we've already seen that it has been rewarding and effective.
0: What we've been doing here this week is that after the class is over, as you've heard, four hours goes by like that. It goes quick. So if you're thinking about signing up for a future class, by the way, I was not going to have a future class, but because of the success of this one, I've been reevaluating that that possibility because this is uh, rewarding for me uh, too. But if you're listening to this, you're thinking about maybe signing up for a future class. You think, man, four hours a night, uh, you know, I, I can't even sit through the movie Tombstone. That's that's like two and a half hours or three hours long. This is not like that. This it, it seems like 20 minutes. It, it goes by real quick.
1: Yeah, it does. Every single time it's break time, I have to check my phone because I think there's no possible way. And I'm positive he's wrong, that it's already break time. So I look at my phone every time and sure enough, it's break time. And before I know it, I feel like we're maybe halfway through the night and we're done. And I'm so disappointed and sad every time we're done for the evening. And then I'm like, no, just everybody stay. Let's keep going. I just, I don't want the night to end. And I am just amazed at how quickly
6: that clock ticks. Yeah. You hit the nail on the head. Goes so fast well and then we end up like so the four hours goes by super quickly and then we all end up like staying up for another like three four five six hours sharing music and laughing and being ridiculous and um it's super fun that's like it's like the class is great but then the after party is super fun too and the after party is sometimes longer than the class <laughs> which is fun <laughs>
4: I look forward to it all day from the moment I wake up in the morning. I'm thinking about the class. And honestly, even at this point, it kind of, it makes me emotional that it's going to end. But um, even though I can take all this with me, it just, it feels like family and it's done so much for me that, and honestly, I've never, I've never felt like this in my life before.
1: I feel like, um, we should be grandfathered in for all future courses. Just it's
0: saying. funny the, the first class all the members of that class all, all said the same thing.
4: We need well, a camping I can, <laughs> trip.
0: I just <laughs> that camping trip that's a good idea and for some reason people keep saying I should do that. So uh, I was watching this behind the scenes sort of thing about some survival show right you, you guys all know I'm all into the woods and how to eat squirrels and stuff like that. And apparently they do that. So they have like every season, of course they have a new cast, but then every year they have these reunions for all the casts. So even if you come in on like the eighth season, they have these reunions for everybody who's been on the show up to that point, who they all get together. And I've, I've been considering something like that for this last symptom course. I think it would be good. And I have to tell you guys that this particular class here because they're the second class and not the first class, they wanted to know if I love them more than I love the first class. <laughs> so the answer is, oh, there's some interference. Like, I'm losing the signal. What, what, what I'd like to do is I would like to hear where all of you are from. What areas of, of the world are you representing?
4: I'm from Columbus, Ohio. Uh, Torquay in Devon in England.
0: Sydney, Australia. Sydney, Australia.
1: Roseburg, Oregon.
0: What's, what is it?
1: Roseburg.
0: Roseburg. Oregon. Do you guys have like roses growing out of your water tower or anything like that? that you that, that, that...
1: sure think so, but it's not
0: the case. Huh. Interesting. How about how about rose? Speaking of roses.
4: Southern California. Palm Springs, California.
5: I'm in New Jersey, but I feel like I
0: represent Texas more, so. All right. A Texas girl keeping it real there in Jersey. How about Rinksa? Pittsburgh, PA, she says. Charan, who are you representing?
3: Come on, India.
0: Charan is here with us all the way from India. And uh, I'm getting the impression that he is not in the same time zone as me just it's just a wild guess
3: uh, 11 11 o'clock am 11 am
0: here right now for me it is about 5 to 2 2 am it's 11 pm for me so
1: we are exactly opposite
0: there you go okay so yeah amy and charan are completely opposite mm-hmm.
3: uh last thing in Spanish, uh los angeles time is and hours behind our uh, time.
0: Charan, I'm curious. do you feel like you're getting um, what, uh, do you feel like you're getting good things out of this?
3: Yeah, I'm trying to uh, listen uh, everyone's view. Maybe I'm not uh, very good understanding about uh, what people are talking like I'm not comfortable with the language sure but uh, but in terms of uh, uh, getting knowledge uh, from the slides or what you explain it's okay for me
0: good i'm very glad to hear that okay so now we can really let our hair down all right i'm curious about what angela has to say about her favorite dessert and if you had a million dollars and you could go out and you could eat anything right now what would it be
5: oh taco bueno in Dallas.
0: <laughs> Taco Bueno. Is that a chain? It is. Taco Bueno in Texas. Do they have drive throughs
5: Yes. And I literally ate there every meal for about a year and a half. <laughs> was-
0: really? How do you maintain your figure? You're like a twig.
5: Fried cheesecake there. Yeah. Have you ever had fried cheesecake? Uh,
0: no. Oh my God. I have not. You're welcome. And I've- and I've not eaten at Taco Bueno, but I'll drive down to Texas to do it.
5: Do it. There's one in Arkansas. There's some in Arkansas.
0: Have you heard this song um, by Naked Ladies, If I Had had a Million Dollars? And they say, if I had a million dollars, I, uh,
5: I'd be rich.
0: Yeah, I'd still eat uh, craft dinners. <laughs> We'd just eat more. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't stop eating craft dinners. I'd just eat more craft dinners. <laughs> not less Taco Bueno, more Taco Bueno. All right. I was going to tell Abby. I was preparing in here, getting things organized and everything. And I heard you mention Timmy Hortons. Yeah. We don't know it as Timmy Hortons. We know it as Tim Hortons. We do have oh, okay. Tim Hortons in the area. Mm-hmm. Now, I have to drive about an hour each direction to get to a Tim Hortons, but but I do know Tim Hortons. It's
4: very good, isn't
0: it? Yeah, it's like bagels, coffee, those sorts of things. Yeah.
4: Yeah.
0: Yeah, I
1: had some when I came to Michigan.
0: You... You compared it to, uh, and it is Canadian, you're right. I thought it was Mm -hmm. uh, from Ohio, but it ain't from Ohio, it's from Canada. And you compared it to Starbucks. Yeah, it's a lot better than Starbucks.
6: I love that you say that. I'm Canadian, so I was like born and raised on Tim Hortons. Um, Yeah, I miss it immensely. I wish they had it in California.
0: You don't know it as Timmy Hortons, Diana?
6: No, I've never, I've never heard it called Timmy Hortons in my life. No, if anything, we just call it Tim's or maybe Timmy's, but like Timmy Hortons, like that combo. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Do you know what the big uh, coffee place is in New England? Dunkin' Donuts. They're everywhere. I mean, they're everywhere. Oh, Dunkin' I've Donuts. I've
1: never been to a Dunkin' Donuts before.
5: No, it's. I don't see why. I can't. I don't understand this place. <laughs> <laughs> never been. It's not good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, it doesn't compare to, to Starbucks, in my opinion, but but it is a... Uh,
5: Anything.
0: Starbucks fights against Dunkin' Donuts in New England. Why?
5: Do you know why? No one can tell me why. <laughs> I don't understand this. Listen, a
0: lot of people boy? like me because of my connections to, to New England. I can't go alienating all these people by saying Dunkin' Donuts is bad, but it really does suck. <laughs> validate i would rather have starbucks the
5: moral of this story is nobody knows why dunkin donuts is like every block up here it's really weird but they're bad but don't say that on the show because
0: (laughs) (laughs) i know that's my whole new england audience right there Well, go Red Sox.
5: But, I mean, could it compare to Starbucks? Really? Like, really, really? Because based on the donuts and, I don't know, everything else there ever? Well,
0: the coffee ain't bad. I'll tell you another thing that's uh, real popular there in New England is um, uh, United American uh, Dairy Farmers. So, everywhere you go, there's, like, United American Dairy Farmer places, which is kind of, but not quite, the equivalent of Wawa in Philly. So, if you're in Philadelphia... As you are pretty much, Angela. Yeah. Everything is Wawa. I mean, <clears throat> so it's like it's on a level with that. So the, the Dunkin' Donuts coffee, <laughs> Ringsa says sheets. Yeah, sheets. I, I tell you the thing about sheets. So sheets is like a gas station slash mm-hmm. convenience thing. When I moved to Philly, my wife got sick and to death. Of me repeating the same old joke every time we go on a road trip. I'd go, pull over here. I got to take a Sheets. And she'd go, ha ha, that's not funny. But, you know, it's the bathroom break. You, you pull under the Sheets, spelled S H E E T Z. You know, the thing is, is that now that uh, the last symptom is starting to get these advertisers, what's going to happen when Sheets is like, he's he's comparing us to a bowel movement. We're not going to advertise with this guy. And then, you know, <laughs> Dunkin' Donuts is gonna be like, this son of a bitch, find out where he lives.
5: That's okay. You'll just get a toilet paper one instead. Right. To promote.
0: <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. You know, if they value the message, right? They value the message, authentic recovery, then they'll do the right thing and they'll give me a million dollars.